everybody, it's Kina. Before we get into this week's mini gab, Natalie and I wanted to give you a heads up and apologize. Apparently, while we were recording, the internet just had enough of our shit and decided to go to bed. And because we're in two different states, we have to use Skype so we can see each other. But the internet started lagging and it made everything really fuzzy. And we didn't think it was going to be an issue. But when I started editing, I realized that the sound quality is not great. And we thought about scrapping the episode to try to get better quality. But if we did that, we would lose a surprise aspect because we don't know what the other one does story-wise. And uh, we thought that that would kind of lose some of the, you know, some of the magic of us surprising each other with what we're talking about. So we're going to keep it. We apologize. We understand that the sound isn't great. But technology is just, you know, not my friend. And I wish I could control it because it's the source of most of my rage. But here we are. So we're so sorry. We hope you hang in there. The second half we recorded on a different platform because of this. And it is much better. And we also have a special guest this week. We're asking questions to our guests for this week's podcast. That way you get to know them first before they show up on our podcast. So please, please, please hang in there and get to know Arts History because they are hilarious and we had a really great time with them. So again, we're so sorry. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye. Mini Gabbers and Chatty Cathy's. Welcome to our mini shows of Mini Gabs, where there's many and many little gabs. My name is Natalie. And I'm Anna. <laughs> Do we introduce ourselves in these, or does it matter? Yeah. You think they know who we are by now? <laughs> Welcome to this week, Gabby Gabsters. I think Kina has an article for us. Kina, what you got? I do, I do, I do. So it all started with a text I got earlier this week that said, what are the origins of the word fuck? And I was like, honored for one, that they came to me for this. <laughs> but I didn't know. So I was like, I gotta look this shit up. But yeah, it was also Brianne, who is Luciano's fiance, which you guys know him. And she's also a Patreon. So hi, Brianne. So here we go. <laughs> a historian believes, and I this is a recent article he believes that he found the earliest recorded use of the word fuck in the english language where its meaning carries a clear sexual connotation hidden within court records from 1310 concerning a man named roger fuck by the navel i'm gonna giggle a lot sounds painful Ah, Dr. Paul Booth, a former lecturer in medieval history and an honorary senior research fellow in history at Keele University, made an accidental discovery in the set of Chester County court documents from September 1310 while researching the period of Edward II. Dr. Booth told the Mail Online that when he first came across the case of Roger Fuck by the Naval, he thought the moniker was a nickname dreamed up by the court clerk as a joke. However, the name was repeated clearly three times, quote, and I think that shows that it's not a joke. Either it refers to an inexperienced copulator referring to someone trying to have sex with the navel, (laughs) 
Or it's a rather <laughs> extravagant explanation for a dimwit, someone so stupid that they think that they're having sex with a navel, he told Mail Online. This is such a uh, scholarly article. <laughs> the records show that Roger fucked by the navel was called to court three times between September 1310 <laughs> and May 1311 when he was outlawed, suggesting he was executed. Even if the name was a joke, that does not take away the significance of the word fuck in the name, he told Vice News. The significance is the occurrence of possibly the earliest known use of the word fuck that clearly has a sexual connotation. Dr. Booth said that he has informed the Oxford English Dictionary of his discovery, but has yet to hear back. <laughs> I'm sure they're very busy. Prior to his discovery, the instance widely recognized as the earliest recording of the F word in the English language reportedly happened in 1528, and we're going to get into in a bit. So, a few English words have grown out of acronyms, and fuck is not one of them, but it's commonly believed that fuck stands for fornication under the consent of the king, or for unlawful carnal knowledge, but it's not true, and uh, Snope says this is a big nope. Unfortunately, pretty much all etymologies of swear words that involve an acronym are false. So there's a lot of misconceptions. People say they all stand for things like shit, ship, high in transit, which is another misbelief. And the British word nav cannot be attributed to not available for fucking. <laughs> I didn't know that was a word, but I like it. <laughs> the two great exceptions are snafu, which is situational normal, all fucked up, or foobar, which is fucked up beyond all recognition, which I know that one. I've used it as a kid. And they all grew out of the military's RFA, Rage for Acronyms, <laughs> in World War II. So, more you know. So, the word didn't come to us from an acronym, so where did it come from? It's surprisingly not Anglo-Saxon. A lot of swear words like shit, arse, turd, and bollocks in Britain all came from Anglo-Saxon. But the word fuck is dramatic in origin. And it's most likely related to Dutch, German, and Swedish words like Middle Dutch, fucken, which means to thrust, copulate with, or Norwegian dialect, fuka, which means to copulate, or the Swedish dialect, faka, which means to strike, push, copulate, and fok, which means penis. <laughs> and then the German fricken may enter in the picture somehow, but people aren't sure. So no one can actually point to the precise word it came from, because it's probably a mixture of a lot of them. Fuck is an old word. <laughs> Even if it's been almost a taboo term for most of its existence, it was around. It just wasn't used in common speech all that much, let alone written down and saved for posterity. Likely its meaning contributed to its precise origin becoming lost in the midst of time. Scholars of old would have been in no hurry to catalog the growth of the word, and by the time it was forced its way into most respectable dictionaries as parentage was lost or forgotten so that's a fancy way of saying it's like people didn't want to write it down because they didn't want to say it was being used but by the time it was written down people had forgotten where it came from the yeah. earliest site in the oxford english dictionary dates from 1503 john Ayuto, Ay, i i don't know in his dictionary of world word origins cites the proper name probably a joke or a parody of John LeFucker from 1250. Quite possibly proof of the word we casually toss about today was tossed around 750 years ago. 
It first appears in history, though, only in the 16th century in a manuscript of the Latin orator Cicero, which I'm sure you've heard of him, even if you don't know who he is. An anonymous monk was reading through a monastery copy of De Officius, A Guide to Moral Conduct, when he felt compelled to express his anger at an abbot, quote, Oh, the fucking abbot, he scrawled in the margins of the text. <laughs> I just love the thought of an abbot being so pissed off. He's like, fuck it. <sighs> so, we can be sure... <laughs> we can be sure when this was because he recorded the date of this comment, 1528. So not only he was like, fuck this guy, he wrote the date that he was pissed on this guy. Oh, I love it. It's difficult to know whether the annotator intended fucking to mean having sex, as in that guy is doing too much fucking for someone who's supposed to be celibate, or whether he used it as an intensifier as conveying his extreme dismay as like, fuck that guy. So either is possible. Really, John Burton, the abbot in question, was a man of questionable uh, monastic morals. It's interesting as well that while the annotator has no problem spelling out fucking, except for the G, which is like the southern way of saying anything. We don't say G on anything. Yeah. Oh, we now have effing. Yeah. <laughs> but while the F word was common in these periods, it was not a swear word. It was simply a direct and increasingly impolite word for sexual intercourse. Only in the early mid 19th century <laughs> did it begin to be used non-literally, as in most swear words, to insult or offend others or to express extremes of emotion, negative and positive. In other words, it took roughly 300 years to make the transition from he fucked her to that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Where we are today, we're this podcast where I say fuck every other word. So, you're welcome. So, thank you, English language, for giving me this beautiful word, which I use a lot. I have no regrets. <laughs> and that is the end of my segment. Um, what do you got? Yeah, I, I do love that. I, well... <laughs> Real quick, though, I do love that fuck can be used in, like, every single form possible um, and in any sentence at all, either. Like, I, I've read so many memes about it, and it's just that's hilarious. And I've asked myself that question, too, so I'm so glad you did that, because I had no idea about it. I don't have an article. I, I, I'm afraid it, it's going to be a TV show. I hope that people aren't frowning upon that, because I've done... A couple of TV shows now, but we're going there. And <laughs> so last time I talked about the toys that made us. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing the movies that made us. Oh, cool. It's a spinoff of it, and it's so good. The movies that made us is Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Die Hard, <laughs> and Ghostbusters. <gasps> oh, yeah. And they are very good. And, like, Dan Aykroyd is interviewed for Ghostbusters. And the man that played Egon, his daughter is being interviewed for it, too. Aww. Yeah. Home Alone. I don't... You don't see any major stars. Like, it's not Macaulay Culkin or anything like that. It's more just the producers and the director and the writer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And same with Die Hard. It's, it's most of... You do have the wife. And the cop from Die Hard in the in the show, and that's really cool too. And it's just so neat of how little of time and how little of budget these movies got made. And with Dirty Dancing, Dirty Dancing is probably the cringiest one <laughs> because these people are now 
in their like sixties or so, mm-hmm. and they're talking about grinding and rubbing up on you on others. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really want to picture that. And also the Patrick Swayze is in Dirty Dancing, and the lady that wrote the story, she would want to demonstrate with Patrick Swayze, and I would just want to give him a Me Too sticker. No. It was, it was no. a little much. And then That's Patrick terrible. and the main girl, Jennifer, hated each other while being in this movie, too. So and you actually see little clips of them fighting, and it's kind of like all the tension. It's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, man, this, how did this movie get made? Oh, and wow. No one thought it would be his. It was tossed in the dumpster. With Ghostbusters, it was funny who they thought would be the original Ghostbusters. Like, instead of Bill Murray and... I feel bad. I can't remember the guy that played Egon. I can't remember his real name. Anyways, they were thinking Eddie Murphy and John Belushi. What? Because Dan Aykroyd... Yeah, because Dan Aykroyd just came off of the Blues Brothers, and Belushi just came off of doing Animal House, and they've already been known as this awesome comedy duo, Eddie Murphy's on SNL with them, so they were thinking, oh yeah, the Ghostbusters will be the three of us, and that'll be awesome. And apparently Dan Aykroyd is super, super into ghosts, Mm -hmm. and like that is a family thing. They were... For like a hundred years, this family generations of of studying ghosts and hauntings and stuff like that. So he wrote Ghostbusters, and yeah. it's just really cool. Egon is Harold Ramis. Thank you so much. This is coming out at a great time because the Ghostbusters trailer just came out yesterday. For we're recording on the tenth, so on the ninth, the trailer for Afterlife just came out, and I am geeking the fuck out. Have you seen it yet? And they are too, I think. Like the dinner. I haven't seen it. I saw that it was available, but I haven't seen it yet, the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I know the cast are into it. They're, they seem pretty excited about it. Yeah, Bill Murray, it's funny how apparently not dedicated he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To the role. Like, or he was, he was dedicated, but it, he did not like commitment, apparently. I don't know how he is now, but then he did not like commitment. So it was like, Dan, and like Bill Murray's doing all this kind of stuff, and they're like, are, are we sure we're going to have him? Like, no one has actually talked to Bill Murray except for Dan Aykroyd. And they're like, well, Dan said he's coming, so he'll be there. <laughs> and you hear nothing. And they're like, about to record the next day. They've heard nothing from Bill Murray. Oh, no. So then he shows up at 8 a.m. the next day. And he's like dedicated and ready to go. They're like, oh, well, shit. All right. He's actually here. Let's go. Let's do what we were planning. Like, it's all right. <laughs> and I've heard that from other movies. Yeah. It's, an, it's a notorious thing. Like, that is what he's known for. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how he is now. Like, he's still like that. But back in the 80s, yes. He yeah. did not commit. <laughs> And Home Alone was really interesting because I didn't know they shot. They built the whole set in a high school gym. It was oh. like an abandoned high school. And they they just drove around neighborhoods. I believe in Chicago is where they found the house. And they just drove around. They found the house, the neighborhood they wanted to do it in. 
So all the outside shots are in that neighborhood, but all the inside shots are in a high school gym because they just rebuilt the house in a gym. I didn't know that at all. Huh. Uh, it's also the same It's the same school as Ferris Bueller, I believe, and some other movies, too, were shot there. Oh, it's just cool. an abandoned high school that they rent out occasionally. So, so it's just... Oh. As you can tell, it's very interesting fun facts of these movies, and I hope they continue and make more. Oh, I show. love, 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 love movie facts. Can't wait until we do an entire episode on movies. Oh, I love movies so much. We're going to need to do like a whole month of episodes on movies. I know. <laughs> that's my jam. That's what I know more than anything, probably. <laughs> but that's all I have is oh, from the series. So next up is our questions. Yes, it's question time, and we have some special guests. All right, guys, this week, instead of talking about ourselves, we're going to talk about our guests this week, and it's these sisters from Arts History. Yay! Oh, my God, hi. Oh, my God, did you guys hear my husband? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. He's excited, too. Oh, my God. Amazing. The dog's opened the door, so now he can hear everything. You're welcome! <laughs> wow, I right. feel famous. You are! Oh, he's so famous. So, yes, we have Brandy and Danny. So, hi. Who are you? Why are you here? Hi. Especially the why are you here, because that's just... Yes, I am Brandy. <laughs> why? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> that's the question we're asking on our podcast. Yeah. Why? <laughs> How? What? Yes, I am Brandy. I am one half of the sisters on Art History, so named because we are sisters who talk about art history. Get our very funny joke. It's so funny. We're funny. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> we love it too, except for that people misspelled all the time and think we're Art History, like with an E R Y, but we're Story, like History, like O R Y. And it is very uh, confusing somehow. It's rough. It's rough. We didn't realize that was going to be a problem. Yes, we're here because I made Twitter friendship with Kina over how we're both huge nerds. Yes, Mm. big nerds. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Big, big nerds. And then we started binging each other's podcasts as podcasters do. Yes, yes. And then now we're here. (laughs) That's Danny, by the way. She didn't even introduce (laughs) us. You should already know. Uh, that's us. us. We'll start talking. We're like, God damn it. Who are we? (laughs) Everybody should just know, right? Everybody should know by now. It's like we went from, we went from recording a collab on ours, on our podcast, which was much more structured. And now I feel like really letting loose. (laughs) Yes. Do you have drinks? Cause I have drinks. That's how I let loose. Uh, I'm a bad influence. Sorry. (laughs) So which one of you is the older sister? That's me, Danny. I'm the older one. And so what? Well, I was going to say Brandy's younger, but she's like, in many ways, the more capable one. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you should know who the older one is, because she's the one who demands to say her name first in the podcast every time. <laughs> I have noticed that. She's like, I get confused. You can't. <laughs> I, I listened to the episode where you tried, and she's like, no, I can't do it this way. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's how me and uh, Natalie are. I'm the older yeah. one, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think mature-wise, she's probably older. I am an old yeah. soul. Look, yeah. Brady takes care of, like, everything in life, and the least she can do is let me go first. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So, we're just going to ask you a bunch of questions. 
Because normally this part in our mini-sode, people ask us questions. So we're going to reverse it. Switcheroo. So my first question, I already asked you a question. But my second question, <laughs> did you guys go to college? Yeah. I went to Chapman University and I studied animation. And not to brag, but I have a degree in painting. <laughs> <sighs> like all my <laughs> friends from undergrad had degrees in painting. And what are they doing now? Podcasts with their sisters? <laughs> not painting? Oh, no, none of them are as cool as you. <laughs> That can't be true. I am extremely lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like a lone little art history. I was a major at first, so I had to take all the art classes. And everybody else was like, my degree is in painting. And I wasn't as cool as them. I was like, I'm in art history. And they're like, Ugh, lame. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I tried to be in art history. I was an art history minor for a long time. And then I got a job, whatever. And so Aww. I had to drop it. <laughs> I was wondering what kind of mediums you like to paint with. Oh, I'm a oil painter. I love oil paint. I love the cancer it gives me, the history it's attached to, <laughs> how flammable it is. My current project is I'm actually going to build a bounce house. So. What? Yes. <laughs> I make very big art. Oil is the only thing I don't know how to do. Well, we can hang out and I can teach you because it is very easy <laughs> is it it seems complicated well as long as you don't mix up drinking your tea and turpentine you're fine <laughs> yeah don't do that that's which not to brag is something i've done a lot <laughs> that's that's poison poison control knows me by first name <laughs> do not recommend do not recommend yeah um i use pencils like a noob <laughs> oh i love pencils sometimes like on the computer i like learned how to animate on you know, Cintiqs and shit. So, yeah. No, that's really cool. Do you have any really cool animation projects? Nope. I got halfway through school and was like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> so I just She's, draw for fun on my own. She's like trying to stay humble. She had like a development job at Cartoon Network. I did. Damn. What? I, that was what I did before I was like, you know what? I will leave this for the glamorous life of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... That is awesome. That should just be your mic drop moment. <laughs> yeah, I I did that. I did that for like three years. And then the office environment sort of killed me inside. And then I was like, hey, why don't I start a podcast with my sister about trying to be alive? Because I was feeling quite dead. Oh, I understand that. Being a mm -hmm. librarian is what killed me inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't bode well for a podcast about being a historian at a librarian. <laughs> I know. Wasn't that your tagline? Uh, well, I'm a historian now, but that's what happened. Was, uh, the library life was killing me. So I went to grad school to be a historian. Yeah. That's important to figure out. Sometimes yeah. it takes doing it for a few years to realize like, wait, I hate this. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I, I ran a teen center. So it was mostly babysitting and not the librarian ah. stuff. It was like once, like maybe five minutes of my day would be somebody looking for a book. <laughs> the rest was like, stop touching each other <laughs> that please. was my entire job <laughs> please stop touching each other please oh, yes please stop saying that word do not touch that person <laughs> that, that's all i did no touchy i would try to make a joke out of it like from emperor's new group be like no touchy touchy and then they would turn on me and then they would be like screaming no touchy touchy at me mm, all day wow <sighs> i love teens yeah. they are they yeah are they're third acquired taste but yeah i was good <laughs> at it but it was exhausting <laughs> They love Natalie more because Natalie is such a dry humor. They just found her hilarious. That's that's a gift. For some reason, they're real sarcasm. <laughs> so you guys live in California. Have you always lived in California? 
No. Um, I was living in New York when my sister called me and she said, Danny, I have a dream. <laughs> I a podcast with my sister. And then for the last seven months, we were kind of homeless as we roamed the earth. So we traveled all around Europe and then we spent like a month in Japan, episodes to come. And now we're back in California. So kind of everywhere and kind of California. Oh, you guys are really living the life. I know. Oh, we're trying. Your Twitter, I'm like salivating at all the places you're at. Let it go. It's so amazing. If it helps, we're like, you know, <laughs> we're back in the, the trenches now. You know, like we spent all the money Brandy had. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> My Cartoon Network money is gone. <laughs> oh, and I say Brandy because really I brought nothing to the table. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's the curse of the, the sister life. Kina, you went to Paris. I did go to Paris. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a that's an ongoing bitter thing of mine is that I went to Paris. And when I came back, that's when I was like, I'm going to be an art historian. This is what I'm going to do for my life. And I went to school and everything that I saw on a slide, I'd be like, oh, my God, I love that painting. Where is it? And I'd be like, it's fucking Paris. <laughs> I was there. How did I not see that? And it'd be like the sculpture, like the Cupid and Psyche. Mm -hmm. I love that fucking sculpture. I was like in the room next to it and I didn't even walk around (laughs) a corner. I didn't see it. I'm so pissed. Yeah, that baby's in the Louvre. Yeah, but the Louvre is so big and they gave us two hours. It's impossible. What? Two hours? Are you kidding? You need like two weeks. Yes. Yes. You need like a month probably. So yeah, everybody's like, I want to see the Mona Lisa. And I'm like, yeah, fuck the Mona Lisa. Fuck the Mona Lisa. Let's go see the Code of Hammurabi. Yeah, we're going to put out an episode on Hammurabi. Yeah, that's going to be on our Patreon. But we also have one about the Mona Lisa. And both of us don't like that painting. It's fine. If you are a Patreon member, I have a new art history segment. It's an extra episode. And the first one is me bitching about the Mona Lisa for an hour. So you're welcome. Yes. Join Patreon. <laughs> yes. Do it. Oh, my God. Fumato is so overrated. It really is. And out of everything he's fucking done, why that one? I will say that the story of how Picasso got accused for stealing it is the funniest thing <laughs> ever. So It's true. <laughs> oh, Picasso. Yay! Oh, there's the pups. Do you feel at home now? <laughs> <laughs> it's dinner time. They have to work for their food. I should make a video because they have to do tricks. Oh, you should make a video amazing put that on the instagram what are you doing (laughs) all right you have any more questions natalie um have you always been into art and drawing since you were kids or did you get into it later in life Mm, our grandma was an artist so our grandma was a, a painter and i think i was like 10 when i made my first oil painting we went to oh wow art high school we went to art college and yeah, it's it's really like I, I I remember like graduating high school and I was like, I'm not going to continue in art. I'm going to go to normal school and get a real person major. And I spent three months there <laughs> and I thought, never mind. And I transferred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it really is like one of the only things that I really, really love. Yeah. I mean, even I, who like had the opposite experience where I went to school, studied art, and I was like, never mind, I want to do normal things, uh, <laughs> still love it and like want to absorb it and be around it and draw it and talk about it constantly. So like, it's never gone away. It's 
still love that art. Yeah. And we love art together. I love it too because my older sister, but they're all older than me. I'm the baby. But yeah, one of my sisters is an artist too. So I always find it interesting that sisters can both be artists. And, you know, because usually it's like one sibling has an interest and the other one's a complete opposite. Yeah. But yeah, I find it really interesting. She's a completely different artist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily for us, our art styles are very different. Like if Brandy decided to do oil painting, if she was like really good at it, I would probably like <laughs> eat myself alive. <laughs> I'm horrible at oil painting, so we're fine. <laughs> yeah, Brandy and I also have like really p- different perspectives when it comes to looking and talking about art. So Brandy is like really like factual. She loves like the history, the context. She's really good at like spinning a narrative. I'm like, how do I feel about this? <laughs> Guess which one's the Pisces and which one's the Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess what me and Natalie are? <laughs> We're the same thing. Uh, 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 Virgo. Oh, wait, December. December huh? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not late enough to be Capricorn. What's the one before that? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. <laughs> we're, f- we're fiery. Hell yeah. And archers. Yeah, that's why y'all are fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, our last episode, I went to the Zodiac and described us. And then I was like, yeah, by the way, murder, Zodiac killer. No. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. That's probably why I skipped that episode, because I'm terrified of the Zodiac killer. <laughs> oh, my God. I love murder. I'm like, true crime, <laughs> <let> me up. <laughs> I know. I think there was a part where I was like, fuck you, unless you're still alive. Don't murder me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you're not the only one that said that. <laughs> hey, don't just don't sit in cars next to lakes. Yeah, that's what I think. Like I talk a lot of shit, but I'm like, please don't find me. <laughs> it's probably not hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't I know if I Google myself, it shows like my childhood home, and I'm like, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> internet, what are you doing? Oh, I'm no, trying to get, get a VPN. <laughs> Go off the grid. Do you have any more questions, Natalie? Or I think that was it. That was the. What was your favorite place in Europe? Oh, it was Prague. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we freaking love Prague. It's so underrated and it's so fun. It's the second most haunted city in Europe after Edinburgh. What? I'm sold. It's <laughs> creepy as hell. We saw a uh we saw Don Giovanni as performed by like four foot tall wooden puppets. What? It was terrifying and wonderful. Oh my god. It was god. very good. And there's beer everywhere and it all costs like two dollars. Okay. That sounds like my heaven. You gotta go. Um, the Czech language is impossible to learn, so. <laughs> oh, and if you like Alphonse Mucha, he's all up in there. That's his whole digs. Like Art Nouveau, Pretty Ladies in Seasons and Flowers. Mm, yeah. That's that's it. So alternatively, alternatively, if you like David Cherney <laughs> and his um peeing boys and his dick sculptures <laughs> and giant babies, that's there too. He's there. You know, I love a good dick joke. I'm all over that. You'd love David. He's the biggest dick and he's a joke. So Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, Cherney. I hope David Cherney finds me personally to yell at me. Maybe he's the Zodiac killer and he murders you. He probably is. Plot twist. 100% David Cherney is the story. Well, thank you guys for coming on our mini-sode. And they'll be on this week's episode. And then you get to hear more about them. So thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. 
Thanks again, friends, for putting up with poor sound quality this episode. We are very apologetic, and we are definitely going to try to get that fixed. Uh, You know, technology and the internet, sometimes it just does not cooperate, as you can tell. But you guys know the drill. If you want to contact us, it is historicalafpod at gmail.com. We are desperately, desperately in need of listener stories for January. So please send us anything. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. You know, we just love hearing from you guys. And if you have some New Year's resolutions you want to share or, you know, stories of what you're going to do or what you succeeded this year, send those too. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to join Patreon for that sweet, sweet content, that is patreon.com slash historical AF pod. And also definitely go check out our guest, Arts History. I find them hilarious personally. I just absolutely adore them. And that's why I slid into their DMs and was like, be my friend. <laughs> and they are at Arts History across the board on social media, their email, and they got a Patreon too. And that's Sistry, like history with an S. So definitely check all that out. Thank you guys again for listening. We love you. Okay, bye.